M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details we want to tell you about a great podcast, The Election Ride Home. Someone is going to challenge Donald Trump for the White House. The Election Ride Home is a podcast dedicated to figuring out who that someone, or maybe even multiple someones, will end up being. Every day at 5 p.m. Eastern, veteran journalist and This American Life contributor Chris Higgins catches you up on what happened on the campaign trail. Who's up? Who's down? What issues are getting traction? What do the polls say? It's a 15 to 20 minute show that keeps track of all the latest and summarizes it so you don't have to be nervously refreshing your web browser 12 times a day. It's like TLDR as a service. So if you want to catch up on what you missed on your way home, search your podcast app and subscribe to the Election Ride Home podcast. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. word. The final word. The final word. The final word. The final word. Oh, ah, yeah. Let's just say it. Let's just say it for the record. Mm. Impeachment weeks are so much better than infrastructure weeks. So much better. Oh, it's like infrastructure weeks were like hell, right? Just awful, and there was just like, oh, you could just hear blood-curdling screams. What I like about Impeachment Week, uh, I I count this as week two, even though Impeachment Week was more of like Impeachment Half Week last week. Right. But I still count this as week two. We've moved into the, they're trying their their same old bullshit, uh, you know, lies and obfuscating, and we're stepping up to it. And celebrating. And let me tell you something. This is, (laughs) earlier... I wrote down, because I was like, I have to remember this. We have got to get the Democrats to reframe this discussion about impeachment. Because what it feels like in the media and the way that Trump is describing this, that this is this Democrats are are leading this witch hunt, right? Mm -hmm. And instead of Democrats should be coming out and saying, you know what? The president, you know, committed these crimes, I feel like and, they are. And they, and, yeah. and, and, but it is not. I don't feel like it's being translated enough. Well, here's within the thing: the media. 
I all I hear the Democrats saying is that this this situation is awful, bad, treasonous, horrible, based on the information we got from the White House. What I hear the Republicans doing is all that, right? Yeah. Is saying that it's witch hunt, that all they've ever wanted to do is get him impeached and blah blah. blah. But I don't think that I think that 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 what you're talking about is like being in the bubble. Yeah. That I don't think that 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 argument is working. I mean, certainly. Well, and I, it, I don't think people the people who want that argument were going to want that argument no matter what. You right. know that that literally if we had if Trump came out and said I just killed a baby with my bare hands that people would be like so right that you know so I don't well I, I well, feel like I feel like that is what I'm hearing but I'm not you're not seeing people. The pre- what I am seeing the press do is they are not dropping, they are not picking up the Biden thing and running with it. They right. are, they are not. So to me, that's where you get that. Well, and you know what? And here's the thing: public approval for impeachment grew ten points in less than a week. And I actually think it was like three days. Yeah. And you know, this is the thing. And I was saying this to my husband earlier today. I said, you know what? Give it another ten days. Yep. You know, because give it another ten days after that. And, you know, you will have well, an no, overwhelming... Well, no, you'll see things. You'll You're going see to it. see more. If this was what... This is the thing. If you haven't read the White House, uh, the... the uh, not the White House, the whistleblower complaint, um, you don't really have to because you can... I mean, it's... I, I think it's worth reading. Yes. But the what the White House put forward, what the White House put out as their... Um, Summary, I guess it's not mm-hmm. really a summary, but they're sort of it's like it's it semi-redacted, right? Text it's a memo of the conversation, of the phone call between President Trump and Monica Zelensky. Um, mm. Sorry, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it tickles me. Uh, and President Zelensky from Ukraine. Uh, what they showed us is, and what they've said subsequently uh, to the press about it. To be, it's all the evidence you need. Yeah, like you don't need that, other that evidence. That was my favorite part about Nancy Pelosi last yeah. week, which is she said, "You know what? The president himself implicated himself. He, he told on himself, and then they released an, a document backing it up, and yeah. then they've, and then Giuliani, they've all admitted to it. And so, the, right, right now, the only person I think we can call a liar is Mike Pompeo. Well, speaking of which, Mike Pompeo, when he was asked on public television. Um, to tell the American people if he had been on the Ukrainian call, he said no. Well, what he said was, uh, you're reading a report to me that I, I'm uh, just as if he just heard it. Right. He's got this little, that little shitty wry smile on his face the whole time. And he's like, uh, yeah, so I don't really, you know, well, he didn't say, he didn't say he wasn't on the call. He just didn't say he was on it. And, and he feigned, he pretended to not understand or know what they were talking and about. And my issue with that is it's a cover up. Yeah. You know, because there was a cover-up in the room, and he oh, knew yeah. about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they've been clear about the cover-up. They put this in a server. Like, this is the... None of this is... None of this is uh, some of that journalistic, right. you know, hardcore reporting. This is from the shit we have is from the White House. Not only did they send us their fucking talking points, but they sent the re- a redacted version of a document that, that was could, supposed to that help damning and, and exonerate so, the president's and behavior. Then in that, they then had exposed the fact that there's this secret server yes. that they've been putting a bunch of his phone calls on. Mm-hmm. Then Giuliani admits to be acting, go, at, going to Ukraine to act as the president's personal attorney while using the u.s government's might to achieve ends for his campaign like they've admitted to all of this and yet what they're trying witch hunt i'm like you people are on brooms casting spells <laughs> in the outfits like yes. in, in the most stereotypical with cauldrons, witch with cauldrons oh in the my sky God. And, and on the back of their your witch robes it says witch you know <laughs> and going i cannot believe you would hunt witches at hunt winching time and your little dog too <laughs> It's, yeah. 
And, and so far, I don't think that there's, I mean, the, we, the subpoenas have gone out. This is what I feel like the critique you're making, I can make if they don't back up these subpoenas. Here's yeah. the problem. The fact that they have allowed hundreds of people to not come in. Mike Pompeo is puffing up his chest right now yeah. saying he's not he's good, not going to um, testify, not going to let anybody else testify. From the State Department. Uh, from the State Department, etc. So they're, they're doing their normal puff up. But... What to me, I'll be able to make a critique of the Dems in this situation to see what what they do with that. Yeah, if they go arrest people, that, if they go, I, if they find people contempt, and then it's not just find them contempt, charge them with it and met out the punishment. Listen, like, listen, Nancy Pelosi, if you are within the sound of our voices, Nancy girl, Nancy, Nancy girl, you got to you. go. We will get in a car and ride hard with your ass. Come get these people, okay, and take them to jail and with I get, you. And I, uh, this is the thing. I think that besides the fact that it's that we're talking about really serious crimes and da- how, what, how dangerous this is for our national security, and how much has has Trump already sold off? Uh, absolutely. Like, like uh, what I else mean, is on that server? Is the question I keep on asking well i'm telling you like this is the thing like use your powers and use them use them yeah they're well, threatening we, he's literally threatening at our representative adam schiff yes. the president trump through tweet and suggesting or insinuating that he should be harmed yes um he's uh calling on a civil war which I believe it's the same thing as calling fire in a crowded, you know, theater. theater. Um, It's, it's, you know, he's calling, saying that, oh, there's going to be violence and insurrection. And I need them to understand this. Bring it. Right. Bring it. We know you got the stupid fucking outfits for your Confederate reenactments. (laughs) Dust them bitches off. Febreze for fabric. Um, Show up in a field and we will show up. I'm about to really cuss. We will mofo show up with you. If you for one minute think your little... Possibly 30% of this country right. is going to intimidate the rest of us. You got, got another, another thing, thing coming. coming. All okay. right. Y'all need to I really have a seat. Go, y'all go get your cousins. I, we are not like we tweeted. We are no longer. We are not going to put on our Sunday best, get in the street and sing. We shall overcome. We are overcoming physically and spiritually every day. Yeah. And if you want to meet in the field, we can meet in the field. But let me tell you something. Y'all always lose. And I don't know why this isn't getting through. I know. And history keeps telling you you're wrong. I'm looking at Pompeo. I expect all of these people who have law degrees, all these people who are lawyers to lose their licenses oh my this God. now, within the next week well, or two. Well, here's my that thing. Needs, they need to Let's, be disbarred. Disbarred should be disbarred before the day is out. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back to everybody who was in that room. If you have any touch or taint of, of that Ukrainian any of call. these phone calls. That's what I'm saying. Of, the, of any of these phone calls, but especially yes. the Ukrainian the one call. About. Right. You need to be, to uh, either resign, be fired, or have nothing to do with the fact of, or the decision making of what happens within Congress. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because you, we need an independ- independent body theoretically Okay, in terms of the the Senate, uh, the the senators Mm -hmm. to come in and take a look at all of this information. And, you know, and watching Bill Barr circle these wagons around Trump is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's here it is. You've heard one or two Republicans say we should look into this kind of half heartedly, whatever. 
Um, this is where, you know, I guess uh, Mitch McConnell has been saying that he couldn't, if the House voted to impeach, he would have to take it up. Mm-hmm. But then he does his usual little snide, you know, fuck you to the law and says, you know, who knows how long it would take. Basically, that's his way of saying, Mr. President, don't you worry. Yeah. Um, if if they vote to impeach you, yeah, I have to let it come to the floor, but I'll just drag it out to the elections over. And, and I'm like, you guys, this is like, we played spades recently. We played a lot of spades for uh, mm-hmm. with a friend and uh, and we were teaching people how to play mm-hmm. and Francis I was communicating with my ed student if you will mm-hmm. my partner and I was like okay so I put down this card what am I trying to tell you if it's like you're talking across the board mm-hmm. you can't you know cross talk no you can't signal and I'm like, these people are signaling direct. They're not even. I mean, I don't even think it's a signal. It's not even a signal. When you say they're holding up the so, the printed sign, yeah, with the directions. It's like they're literally they're plotting in front of our faces, which makes it. It can make it seem not dangerous. Mm-hmm. It can make it seem like it must not be a very big deal if all these people who are supposedly, you know, have this. They know they're lawyers. They should. They know this, right? Um, if they're doing it in front of our face, then maybe it isn't wrong, illegal, and I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. Right. Don't let them pimp that's you. Called, that's called gaslighting. Yeah, don't let them pimp you. Don't let, don't let them tell you that you don't get to believe what your eyes are seeing. Right. Like, like, that is... You know, I'm curious to see this week, Kurt Volker, uh, who was the former envoy to Ukraine, will testify on Thursday after he resigned last week. Which, what is, I'm sure it was a coinky day. I'm sure I don't know what you're trying to suggest. Like, I'm, sure. I'm sure he just needed to spend time with his family. family yeah 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 as they do when they're mm-hmm. about to go to jail uh yeah so it's on wednesday the day that this comes out uh, you'll be hearing there'll be the deposition of maria yovanovich who's a former u.s ambassador to ukraine then thursday uh, is the deposition of kurt volker who's the former state department special envoy for the ukraine who just quit as you said and friday uh allegedly the intelligence ig michael atkinson will testify behind closed doors see that's the one i want to see well yeah because they close in the doors yeah let me tell you something but, i've but, noticed but, about but, the, but the ig little, yeah. is the person who said that this was a credible mm-hmm. complaint here's my thing i i feel like secret servers and closed doors have not been serving yeah. they don't really matter if the person is going to just open up he's here's the thing a vault is only as good as how closed it is yeah and it does not seem like these vaults are closed it, yeah. um and i and i'm also highly disappointed and you know, we keep for the last three years all we you know i've had to listen to person after person talk about the integrity how upset they have been about the integrity of the intelligence services being questioned the integrity of the intelligence services and i and i have to say these are the same intelligence services who said that there were weapons of mass discussion in Iraq. These are the same intelligence services who've gone after civil rights leaders. Like, I, this sort of false respect for the intelligence community, has it continues to bother me. Yeah. And this idea that they're above reproach when they have been involved in some of the most grotesque, from, from regime change to Iran-Contra, like, crazy, like... I just don't think that just because you work at the the CIA or the FBI or the Justice Department that you live by some higher code than everyone well, else. You know what? We I were, don't just give you that. Right. Exactly. Well, it, I said that on um, when we were on the Proud Resisters podcast recently, which was, you know, watching um, McGuire hide behind uh, use his almost four decades of service as a shield. Yeah, it's offensive. It was, it was offensive because here's the thing. Just because, and I am not trying to disrespect a veteran, thank you for your service. No, but you don't get to steal a car 40 years later and go, but I was a veteran right, for, for 40, 40 years. years. Like, exactly. That, and it I doesn't mean, make you, and just because you served this doesn't make country, you inviolate. And it doesn't make you a good person. No, it doesn't mean that we don't, that you are above reproach and we never have to look at your behavior. Exactly. Like that, it doesn't, it doesn't absolve you of any responsibility. 
responsibility for the rest of your life. That's right. I it's just sort of and to to um, bastardize or sort of you know prostitute that that service in that way is sad yeah. to the service and offensive to people who really did compete you know do did a service to their country but i look at people all the people the many people who are involved in what may be at the very least we know that the uh putin knows that these the phone call situation and he's at least pretending like he would like it not to be released right um and then uh, we all know whatever's going on with saudi arabia is probably really whack i mean super whack because you know uh, the things that we would hear i believe about khashoggi's murder and everything like i they don't want, but this is the thing that there are people who for three years have sat down and listened to all of this shit yeah. and have participated in the cover up. And I can't express to you why this particular call, because it perhaps because they've all the only thing I can come up with, because, you know, I'm, I like to try to posit what's going on mm-hmm. in crazy people's heads, etc. What I can come up with is. Somehow that you talk yourself through the last three years of this. Yeah. Somehow you talk yourself through what I, what we all, what we, if it's as bad as what we've seen, the privates, you know, terrifying conversations, you get through that, but then you get to this one and it, is it because you've been counting on him not coming back for a second term? Is, well, and, it, is that why? And I think you also have been, you, you, you're kind of like a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're not the most uh, important person who's listening to this phone call. No, so you keep expecting somebody you else ex- to, You keep yeah. expecting the adults to come in and step in and do something, And right? still, it's, to be clear, that none of these people actually ever did do that. No, they, they just all happened to tell the same person yeah. um, of their concerns, and then that person went ahead. Here's the deal, Angela. All of it, all of it is obstruction. Yep. Pompeo telling people from the State Department that they shouldn't go in and testify, uh, covering up the call, uh, Bill Barr's behavior. Not remembering the definition of the word. What was it that he uh, suggest? Yes. And then also Trump's actions in the room. Okay. All of it. All of it is just, it's all suspect. It all needs to be investigated. And it's impeachable offenses. Period. That's what it is. Now, in other news, a jury found former Dallas police officer guilty um, today, as we record, of yeah, shooting it just happened her this morning. Yeah, of the shooting death of her neighbor. Her name was uh, Amber Geiger, and she testified that she thought that her neighbor Botham Jean's apartment was her own when she opened the door and shot him. She even, her lawyers even tried to use the stand your ground defense to which the prosecution said, yeah, that applies to your house. Yeah. You don't get to break into somebody else's house and shoot them and say you were standing your ground. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the epidemic of uh, black people being expendable. Yeah. um, And and the idea, I have, I don't care. You know, this is, they showed this woman crying and I'm like, She's a murderer. I don't care. Yeah. Her tears mean nothing to me. Um, the only reason she got away with it, in my opinion, is she was off duty. Yeah. Had she been on duty? Yeah, that would have been just fine. So um, I, I'm glad that for the family that they got what they should have received. I hope she receives the sentence that she fucking deserves. Yeah. Um, and uh, I said throw her ass under the jail. And, and I just I'm just done with like oh, she's sitting there crying and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, she's a murder. She just, she literally would do anything to stay out of jail for something that she, she did. did. She did like, it, and that's the thing. She and walked up into a man's house and, and shot him. him. And, and I just, him. I can't get over it. And I know that I haven't, thank God, and I hope I never am in this situation. But I, but I just, and I, it may seem weird for somebody who grew up with, you know, lawyers as parents too. 
I, there's a part of me that goes, there's like, when you're guilty, you're fucking guilty. Yep. Just like, you know, I even if, Own if, it, if, eat it's it. a fu- if it was that level of a fuck up, just go, this is what happened. Yeah. I know it doesn't seem right. And I need to do whatever I need to do to make I know I can't make up for it but to do what I'm supposed to do like I yeah. just I, I know it's everybody has a right to defense and I get it but it just it it bothers me on a sort of a morality level yeah when I'm like come on man you whatever no, man, it no, is and, and here's my thing too you're not the you're disgusting you're, exactly you're a disgusting person because you're putting his family yeah and his people through this through something and you you did and there's just no question of what happened yeah Th- that's it's it's come on you can't you can't mount a defensive. No, of you that. can't tell me you're sorry about it. Like, like all these racists who keep getting caught with yeah. their little racist rant and they give their little bullshit apology. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care yeah. about your apology. No. You're just going to learn the lesson that free speech isn't consequence or response free speech. It just means the government can't stop you from calling me a slur. It doesn't mean that I can't call you something back or get you fired. Mm. And that is our final word. Beauty doesn't peak at a certain age. No, it doesn't. It evolves. Just like we do. It changes, it grows, and it evolves. That's why we are so glad that we found Pause Well Aging. Ooh, we love that Pause Well Aging is changing the conversation about beauty products from anti-aging to well aging. That's right, because beauty gets better as we age, and we need to embrace that, embrace our, what we know beauty really is. Pause Well Aging has three great products. A collagen-boosting moisturizer, which which I've been using, oh my goodness. You could almost feel the boost. Yes, absolutely. A fascia stimulating tool. My favorite. Yeah, it's cooling, and it like you can see just wakes up all of your, just wakes up your face. Yes, and a hot flash cooling mist. Which let me tell you something, Francis needs that. I feel like you may be abusing it ever so slightly, (laughs) but that's how good it is. You keep using it, and it works. Yes, we know you're going to love Poswell Aging too. So we've arranged this special offer for our listeners. Get. 15% 15% off your entire order. What, Francis? Yes. You're kidding me. Yes, take advantage of this great offer now. Go to pausewellaging.com and use promo code SEXYLIBERAL. That's pausewellaging.com and use promo code SEXYLIBERAL. Yes. And talking about to continue looking good That's and feeling like, good. We are all about getting your mind and your body, everything right in, in line with who you are, the beautiful person you are. And when you, this thing, picture it. Hmm. Sometimes I look in the mirror in the morning and I'm not, I'm going to tell you the truth. Hmm. I'm not happy. Oh, I get huge bags mm. under my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, you just kind of just see maybe that those little, what they call them crow's, crow's feet. feet. But girl, I like, feel like, girl, I got, I got the crow's feet now. I feel like the, the, the term for them should be much more hostile. <laughs> raven claws yeah, yeah, around my yeah, eyes. Raven I, got, claws. I got raven claws. That's what it feels like. Yes. It feels like now, raven claws. If you've got that, imagine that they're gone. And we're not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. We're talking about gone in minutes. And That's right. it's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. Those raven claws. Yes. Gone. Yes. You don't believe it? Try it. We did. And this is what happens. Put a little of the tiniest bit under your eye and in the affected areas, bam. Mm-hmm. Less than five minutes later. Within five minutes, gone. Gorgeous. Go to triplexiderm.com and use our code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. What? Yes. That's 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. Ooh, thank them. Well, in an effort to 
keep improving ourselves in every way mm. to continue from that thought. Um, this w- past weekend, Francis and I went to uh, a really cool workshop and called Bariqua. We, we interviewed Janice Fuentes uh, some time ago on yeah. the, um, it would be one of our dialogues, yes. I believe, yeah. uh, for on the podcast if you look back and, and you can listen to it. But she um, is from a Fuentes Strategies, which is her company, but she... And made this organization Bariqua Activated. Yes. Which we talked about. And um, and it was a great workshop. It was a great afternoon, great morning, because we were there in the morning. And uh, <laughs> we really enjoyed it and learned a lot. So here, take a listen. Hi, it's Frances Callier. And Angela V. Shelton. And we are reporting from Bariqua Activated. And we're really excited today to check out everything that these incredible activists are going to teach. They're going to teach us how to become activists. We're going to interview people and we're going to learn how uh, to stand up for Puerto Rico and how just to get your own activism on and better organized. Yeah. We are here with Janice Fuentes and we just participated in Baruqua Activated Workshop here in Los Angeles. This was amazing, Janice. Thank you. Tell us why you do this. You know, I do it because it's not always what's easy. Mm-hmm. I wish it's really what's right. Mm-hmm. And I know all of us because I know we have that in common. Mm-hmm. I know that we care, and when we care, we have to show up. Yeah. yeah. Even if that means waking up on a Saturday, as you ladies have done, and everybody else here, and showing up downtown from nine to way before after twelve mm-hmm. to learn about civic engagement. You know, I care. Yeah. And I worked in Congress for twenty-five years, mm-hmm. so I know things that I need to share with people. And when you connect, you, as you saw today, there's people who actually, like you guys, you, 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 you were doing the, the, the role play with somebody that you had met before, that's building that relationship. And there's times that people actually, like a lot of what's reflected here, they don't know how to do it, and we try to simplify it. And at the end of the day, why I do it? I do it because I'm trying to move the needle to help Puerto Rico, which is where I was born and raised. Right, right, right. And so tell people how they can help through your organization or even beyond that, help Puerto Rico. Well, what we teach is a, is a toolkit that you can apply, as I like to say, for everything. It's almost like we teach you how to run. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you if you want to run a marathon, if you want to do a triathlon, if you want to stay home and eat popcorn. Right. Between not know anything with that skill set, right? right? We try to make it fun. As you guys said, we try to make it uh, real. Mm-hmm. We try to give you best practices. And we try to teach you little things that we all know. Share your story. Yeah. Yeah. Your I'm personal trying, story. It's a life lesson for us. Yes. Well, I it love hearing that. Yes. I love hearing that. There's something that we do not do enough ever. Mm-hmm. And and when the minute we said and we got got done speaking to the representative, I was like, we did it again. We didn't, but now I feel like it's in our heads. Yeah. You know? It's a follow-up also that yes. I think all of those people, like including yourselves, that mean well and want to do something, we get busy. Mm-hmm. We get busy with life, and I think it's important to put it in your schedule. Oh, let me check with my representative also, next month. Have a specific ask. When we told you about when we went to the meeting, yeah. uh, a meeting at um, uh, Senator Feinstein's office with a group of people, we really didn't have an, that, ask. an ask. And, and looking back at the person who organized it. They didn't ask. We, yeah, they, they, we went in there to say that basically we wanted, it was a very amorphous ask. It was like, we want to hear more from the senator about what we believe is going on with the president. and the other. It was just this sort of like, you know. Amorphous. Um, yeah, it was just nebulous yeah. sort of a, and like we, as people, we were, you know, the person who's sort of the organizer of that group. I was like, this is, 
that's such an amazing point. Yeah. A specific act. Otherwise, everybody's getting away with murder and everybody's wor- yeah. wasting their time. Yeah. You know, you can't walk in to talk about, oh, well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. That's what we have friends for. When yeah. you go to a representative office is to say, okay, you get elected by us. Mm-hmm. Your income is paid for by our taxes. I care about this. Do you care about this? And for them to care, you have to build that relationship because they're busy. Yeah. Staffers are busy, the members of Congress and, and the legislative officials, everybody's busy. So it's up to you mm-hmm. to make sure that your issue stands out. And that's why you need the follow-up to make sure that they keep seeing. Oh, in your case, it's Frangela again. I love Bless their heart. What do they want now? But if they actually recognize you, mm-hmm. that's already yeah. a battle has been won. Yeah. And then they say, okay, I have a report for you, ladies. Wait, before you go on. I'm gonna... That means you're moving the needle. Mm. And then you can replicate that. I think it's just people who sometimes get intimidated and other times they get busy. And yeah. it's up to us to keep them accountable. Through humor, in your case, mm-hmm. through uh, consistency, yes. follow-up. I think there's so many so many successful tips yes. to keep it going. How can our listeners get Bariqua activated? Well, first of all, they need to tell us if they want to get activated. Yes. So we have a website, Mm -hmm. Mm boricoactivated.org. And if you want us to bring one of our workshops to your school, because we love to work with students, or to your community center, or to the senior citizen's home, where we're also very popular, because after a certain age, when people get retired, they want to feel relevant. Yes. like and, my they are, and they are and relevant. They the no, but they sometimes they don't feel, they always yeah. are, but they may not feel it. Like yeah. my mother, who's 78 years old and very plugged in, she knows how to use her phone and her iPad. Mm-hmm. So she'll be very involved. Yeah. And it's basically about knowing you can do it, mm-hmm. helping inspire that that is there, and helping you be like the senior citizens that live around in the Arlington area near mm-hmm. D.C., you can put them all in the bus and bring them to Congress. That's right. And you are not going to kick any veteran out of your office. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to what they have to say. And that's part of your civic engagement duty. And what we basically try to help you with is to have that meeting be as successful as possible. Wow. It'll be short. It'll be to the point. You feel confident what you're doing. And you could do it for a lifetime. It's just this one meeting. Yeah. It's one of many. Yeah. It's what I like to say. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. This is the long game we're playing here. Thank you for your work. Thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for for being here. This is I I can't tell you how much we were looking forward to being here, and I feel inspired. And I hope that the people who are listening are as inspired as we are here in this space. I love to keep working with the community. I love to have you guys be involved and supporting us. I think it's beautiful that you came here to support us. And I want to see more of this us working together. So let's all get body activated. Could you tell us your name, please? Yeah, so my name is Robert. And thank you for being here at the Bariqua Activated Workshop. What, what were you thinking when you walked in? Uh, I was thinking this would be a good opportunity to learn a little bit more about community activism and how I could be both more involved and more effective. And what are you thinking as you're walking out? I feel uh, like I was empowered. I got to learn and do so much more than I was expecting when I walked in here today. Me too. I mean, you know, you don't know what it, but I was surprised. But what? How did you feel when you first? Because I didn't know we were going to have to do the uh, mock meet with the representative. I had no idea. I had no idea. So how did that feel? And how do you think that went? Uh, I mean, I was yeah, I was really thrown off. I had no idea I was going to actually have to like present an idea to someone with actual influence this yeah. morning. Uh, <laughs> but uh, luckily, I was able to pull something together. You know, I was able to talk to a 
you know, a member of the mayor's office. I live in the city of Los Angeles, so I at least had some tiny connection there. And, uh, you know, I thought it was so great because I'm a learn by doing kind of person. So what better opportunity than this workshop? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to us, Robert. No problem. It's great meeting you guys, Frangela. <laughs> it's good to meet you, too. Could you please tell us your name? Priscilla Valdejuli. Now, what were your thoughts when you thought you signed up for this workshop? I had no freaking idea. <laughs> All I know is that I'm passionate about my gente, my yeah. people, and um, I, when she said the 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 the, the um, well, whatever we just did, right? The, uh, yes, the, work, the exercise, the a- actual exercise. Oh shit! I know, right? Yeah. I said, you know, I can talk to hundreds of people, Mia. Mia gets me involved with a lot of things, and I said, but now I've got I've to hone in on, on something and focus, and you know, and this one, she's my, she's my mentor, even though she's, she doesn't know it, she's so young. Hi, but, Mia, will you talk to us too? Yeah. yeah she's very focused, but um, what an exercise, because like Mia, I'm, I'm much older, I'm like 30 years older than her, so I'm not focused, but she is so focused, and she does research, but we need to, if we're going to focus on helping, we need to know what we're doing and what we're saying. And, and yes, um, we do a lot of protesting together, me and I. But be, beyond protesting, we have to have solutions. There's work, there's work. Yes, that's, yes. that's what an organizer, like, I'm seeing momentum um, going, which is saying, let's, for nationwide, hopefully get get all of the toolkits, get all of the, the messaging, get all coordinated, the dissemination of information yeah. when there is a timely issue, like the Medicaid thing, yeah. like the yes. fiscal yeah. cliff. Yeah. And then um, just folks like me and Priscilla can roll it out in our you know, locations, yeah. in state by state or whatever. But yeah, um, I hope that me and Priscilla can get as many of these Congress people and also allied organizations yes. and unions throughout California to sign on to our California Letter of Solidarity with Puerto Rico as possible. Yes. And also, uh, have you talked to Pilar yet? Uh, not yet. I was coming to you next week. Okay. <laughs> So we're sitting here with Pilar. Thank you, Pilar Avila. Pleasure. Yeah. Get it, girl. Yes. So you are here at this workshop at Barico Activated, and why are you here? I am here because we must stand for Puerto Rico. Those of us who have a vote and a voice need to stand for Puerto Rico. We need to understand that we have three and a half million. American citizens in Puerto Rico who do not have a vote for anything that happens in Congress, they cannot vote for the president, and it is my responsibility as a Puerto Rican American citizen living in the in, in, in the states mm-hmm. uh, to, to raise my voice for my people in Puerto yeah. Rico. Take and that's why I'm here. Sisters. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Yeah. It's yes. absolutely amazing yeah. to me how many times I hear people say, Well, I mean, do you have your papers? I'm like, they're Americans. <laughs> well, you know, one point that I wanted, yeah, even, yeah. Even fellow yeah. activists said that to me actually on one of our marches. We were, it was great to have um, non Puerto Rican activists support us in producing this march. However, a white woman who was the leader of one of those orgs was like, yeah, and we'll get uh, some of the people who are working at the border in Tijuana to come because, you know, 
Puerto Ricans need support to be able to enter the country. And I was like, I was oh, like, no, actually they don't. They can just go on a plane. Okay. And she would not back down. She kept saying that. She just was over and she was like, ignorance. No, so, she wouldn't drop it. No, like, couple of things, couple of things on the status of Puerto Rico and all these misconceptions is that uh, Puerto Ricans, we are not immigrants, darling. No, we are not. We are not we relocate we don't immigrate right. okay and I want so to moving. make that clear I love that so this whole concept oh uh, someone here said something about oh poor immigrated no 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 no, no. Mm. we don't immigrate we move honey yeah. we pack up and we move yeah. that we do like yeah. any American citizen we yes. can do that and we're doing that but I'm like uh, uh, the contiguous whatever United States you don't have the same rights and that's it makes zero sense to me that's right. that, that you pay your taxes your citizens but you don't have senators you don't have you know you don't get the vote you're not treated equally under the law no, no, but you're going to take my taxes <laughs> right no that that is that, that is a, a fallacy uh, that is uh, we are one of the last colonies yep. left in the world yep. thank you okay thank you. Uh, yes darling yes darling and you know the, the thing it is a very delicate and controversial issue that should yeah. not be mm-hmm. okay obviously if you want to end the colony there are two options mm-hmm. and that's where things get tricky right. unfortunately one of the reasons why Puerto Rico finds itself in the debt and the crisis that, that it is, is because of all these uh, 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 blurred yeah. and very confusing lines mm-hmm. and, you know, laws that, you know, uh, uh, put, you know, American citizenship in a land mm-hmm. uh, that... Uh, it's, it's not even, you know, it's not even a state, I right? Know, yeah. and, and again, that's where things get very, very tricky. And politicians in Puerto Rico for way too long have focused on the status of Puerto Rico, which, yes, mm-hmm. is very, very important. But unfortunately, right now, I would say that we have no time. Mm-hmm. Right. to be focusing on the status of Puerto Rico, which, guess what? It's not going to change, darling. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you for going to Frangela.com. Please go there as often as possible. Check out what's going on. And for emailing us there and also at Frangela08 at gmail.com. As you know, we do write back everyone who writes us. And we thank you. Yes. First up, this is from Dr. G. Thank you so much. Uh, He says, uh, it's uh, titled, Thank you for helping me keep sane, or at least from... Helping to keep me from being committed. He says, Dear Frangela, with all the craziness swirling around me, I admit that at times I question my own sanity. I even start feeling depressed. I've tried therapy, meditation, journaling, more exercise, but nothing helped. I was rejected by the Moonies, Scientologists, <laughs> Hare Krishna people. He's like, though, I got a good meal out of it. And again, nothing. <laughs> Then voila, I realized how five minutes listening to you caused the depression to lift. No. The sun to come out and the darkness to turn to light. Magic, he says, questioning. No, you both are just too hilarious. Even more importantly, you both are caring women with big hearts, which I can even, I can feel every time I wear my aluminum foil headgear. Oh, he's so sweet. Did you see this sweet picture of his puppy? He sent a picture of his puppy dog. 
so cute. Thank you. And that is a lovely compliment. Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Jean. Thank you. Next is this from um, Therese. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the subject line is man charged with repeatedly farting during strip search. It's one of our idiots, I believe, from Mm -hmm. perhaps the last idiot podcast or the one before. Maybe a couple idiots ago, yeah. So she says, farts are the great leveler of humanity and the animal kingdom. Mm. Dogs have just not figured out how not to look at their own gas and give away the dealer. Thank God spiders cannot fart. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Do not, for the love of Roscoe's, ever see the Billy Ellis <laughs> song video, You Should uh, See Me in a Crown. I, you know, and I actually don't watch videos yeah. that often, but um, this one, there's a freaky little scary girl, and it's her and her pet spiders. Pet, spiders are not pets. <laughs> Those are spies. Millennials. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's like having a vial of Ebola on a string for good luck. Thank you. She gets it. Yes. Hugs and kisses, hugs and kisses, hugs and kisses. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you for all of you who are involved in the anti-spider fight. Thank you. Because, you know, their PR team, like even Francis doesn't totally get it. I don't really it. get it. I just have she seen people being, being down. You know, I'm just like, you know, I don't even kill the spiders in my own house. I mean, you're just a part of the problem. I am. I am part of the problem. Uh, You know. Okay. Next up, this is from uh, Joanne P. Thank you. She says, "Yay for math." She says, uh, "Hey guys, thanks for bringing up a point that most people don't. Trump has at best forty (laughs) percent approval. Those are the dogs. That's Alfie. Don't blame Benny for that. That's not Benny. (laughs) Benny's standing in the hallway looking like, "Come here. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? (laughs) Come here." You little troublesome dog. Uh, she says, uh, there is still 60% of the country that is sane and hopefully uh, rational. You don't have to be Pythagoras to figure out the math is in our favor. Thank you. Yes. For now, I'm just going to sit back and watch everybody throw each other under the bus. And girl, it's getting good. That's right. Keep throwing them. Keep saying Pez's name. Yes. She says, uh, I'm not sure there are enough buses on yet on the planet for this folly. Love you guys. Joanne from Boston. Thank you. Yay. And then finally from Samantha H. She's a part of the group of people who got to hang out with um, and protest with Jill Weinbanks in Chicago, Karen, Woo! all the cool people from uh, the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network family, the Stephanie Miller Show family. Um, and so she wrote to us that, oh my God, she got to meet Jill Weinbanks. And she had up sort of like being her bouncer, mm-hmm. like being her security Her, her, for the her day. body woman. And then, she said, and then she writes, and then we rode the, uh, home on the train together. And she said, Oh, she's just as smart, kind, generous, warm, and friendly as you think, but even more so. Perhaps I had the advantage of being in her eyeline directly across the table from her, but we talked through all through the brunch. And she will be giving me shit about my habit of hardly ever leaving my neighborhood forever. <laughs> um, on the train, we started talking about uh, pantry moths and bugs in the house and how to get rid of them. I said, we are friends now, and this is proof. That was in, <laughs> that's in um, Kamala told the story about Angela in the sniper's... Uh, nest picking off spiders and i told my favorite financial story in which angela pitched out of a moving car she was driving because of a spider which i i escaped is the word you're looking for (laughs) not pitched i escaped (laughs) you know very stealthily from a moving car um she said yes i know it was making counter moves thank you that story will never not be funny so she says so mary Kamala and I were basically doing a Malcolm Nance in a taxi with Jill Weinbanks on the brown line, <laughs> telling Frangela stories and cracking her the hell up. That has got to be the best. I mean, I cannot tell you, Karen in Chicago and all of you, thank you so much. And just the idea that you guys would sit there and do that, talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. we love Jill Weinbanks and we love you. And thank you so much. Yes. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap Up. 
where we give you an actionable item, something you can do. And we would like to suggest that you go to bariquaactivated.org. Yes. That is spelled how, Francis? That is B-O-R-I-C-U-A-C-T-I-V-A-T-E-D. That's right, .org. And uh, look up everything they're doing. Of course, they need, they, they're they a 501c3, and they accept donations, and those are really helpful. But check, you know, if you can, they're trying to take these workshops into schools. Yes. So if you've got kids or you know people, you got schools in your area that you could talk to, maybe you could get... You know, this, because when I tell you that we were left there feeling so, and still do, energized, invigorated, and like we had m- more tools. Absolutely. And here's the thing, too you can bring Bariqua activated to your community. That's right. You can bring, because what and we. And it's not just about Puerto Rico, which, which is very much about and importantly, yes. and it needs to be about, but it also, it's giving you those skills you can use them. In any, every part of your activism. They teach you how to lobby your cause. Yeah, and, and it's for, not and as hard as you think. Exactly, and that you can do it. You don't have to be a lawyer. No, you don't have to be outgoing. You no. don't have to be, you know, bold. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, have a Chanel suit, whatever. Like, and I just, I, I can't stress enough how much we learned yes. um, in a very short period of time. And uh, and that it's it was really powerful experience. So definitely check it out and support them. Yes. We want to thank. Our production team. Gail and Laura. Oh, Gail The and most Laura. fabulous production team of all time. Oh, my also, goodness. I need to thank, uh, we need to thank Dan and Katie and Andrea F and Robert M and Gary C. We love you, love we you, love you. We hope you, you are Gary hearing C. this. Um, all of you and all of you who listen, and we want to remind you all to check out if you haven't. I can't imagine what's keeping you from all of the amazing podcasts on the Sexy Little Podcast Network. Especially check out Stephanie Moe's Happy Hour. They're off the hizzy. Yes, and she's had the coolest guests. guests. I mean, I was just about to say that. She has the best guests. We also want to encourage you to visit our page at Camp Cameo. You got somebody's birthday coming up? Hi. You got you you want to call in sick from work. Maybe you want us to dump someone for you. Yes. Or, or, or you want and maybe you just need some Franchella love. Yeah. Maybe you just need us to be your hype people. Yeah. You know, we record a video. You hold the video the video behind your head with us going, you go, girl. Yeah, like she said, preach whatever you need. Yeah, whatever you need. You want to send a message to a friend who's not feeling, who's feeling That's down. That's right. They maybe need to pick me up. That's right. Do that. Please check out our Patreon page. We're working on um, different things. There's a lot of projects we want to involve you guys in. So keep checking that out. And feel free to buy our comedy album, Resist. Yeah, that could happen. You, you know? should do that. It's it'll it's funny and it's a good, you know, you just need, you need some funny. Yes. You can get it right there. And thank you for following us on the, on the social medias yeah. at Frangela duo that's d-u-o and thank you for listening i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and thank you so much for listening to the final word we want to tell you about a great podcast the election ride home someone is going to challenge donald trump for the white house the election ride home is a podcast dedicated to figuring out who that someone or maybe even multiple someones will end up being every day at 5 p.m. Eastern veteran journalist and this American life contributor Chris Higgins catches you up on what happened on the campaign trail who's up who's down what issues are getting traction what do the polls say it's a 15 to 20 minute show that keeps track of all the latest and summarizes it so you don't have to be nervously refreshing your web browser 12 times a day it's like TLDR as a service so if you want to catch up on what you missed on your way home Search your podcast app and subscribe to the Election Ride Home Podcast.